that, that you want these folks to hear, Lord. I, I pray that you would help me to not get in the way of, of you talking, but, Lord, that you would help them to hear from you. And I pray that you touch the folks here like their hearts and create in them uh, just fertile soil for your, your, uh, for your message to find, uh, find good purchase. In Jesus' name, amen. So I am uh, restarting my slides here, so I need, uh, I need a hand, honey. Um, a few years ago, uh, we're, we're continuing in uh, John, uh, um, and, and actually what we're doing this week is we're, we're right up on the end of or this section of the Last Supper teaching that we're going to look at. Um, and, and for Palm Sunday, it's kind of an odd choice, but, but I'll, I'll bring it around and it'll make sense. Uh, um, I, I actually have a couple of pictures I, uh, I wanted to share. Um, I used to, when I worked it at the home, I used to bring... Um, clients to northern Minnesota for these camping trips. Um, and, and I got a photo. I, 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 this is my cousin and I standing in a waterfall. And, and, and um, this is, I mean, the Boundary Waters is where we were going. And it was a, uh, like, if you've ever been to that part of the world, it is very remote. I mean, there's a whole lot of nothing up there, right? And so you would kind of hit the water, and it, it was possible to not see other people the entire week. Um, so you might be out, you know, paddling around and not seeing people for days. Um, and you had to pack all your food with you, okay, and, and, which is great when you're portaging. Um, and actually one of the best things you could do when you were up there was find fish, right, catching fish. Because catching fish, that is a fresh meal on the spot. Um, otherwise, what did you have to eat? Yeah, beans. <laughs> beans and whiskey. No. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that, <laughs> that <laughs> inside joke. Um, we, uh, you would have to eat freeze-dried food, okay? And, and I don't know, like, have any of y'all ever had freeze-dried food? I mean, it, it's kind of hit or miss. And I actually have a picture. Um, this is that week, that same week. These are all from the same week. The last day we were out on the water, we spent, like, 14 hours paddling, and at the end of the day, we hadn't caught anything, and we're all exhausted, and we're all, like, soaked because it rained for, like, three days straight, and all of our gear was soaked, everything was soaked. And this is me eating lemon meringue pie. And, and I don't know if you can tell, I'm grimacing. It was the worst thing I've ever eaten in my life. Um, I, I recall still to this day, I can almost taste how bad it was. Um, it tasted like lemon pledge and, and gross. Um, and, and we followed, I mean, they, they all come with directions, right? And we followed the directions very roughly because we were exhausted. And I think we had a teenager cooking that day and he just sort of dumped everything in and added water. And like there was steps involved. And, and I, I actually, Larry gave me, uh, some freeze dried food I have not eaten yet, but it's, it's good that I've not eaten it yet because it, it, it helps me, uh, explain what we're talking about today. There it is. Um, this is uh, sweet and sour pork and rice, right? Um, and, like, it's kind of cool. Have any of y'all ever prepared freeze-dried food? If, if you do it right, it's really neat, right? Like, this is, I mean, it's packing peanuts. Like, it is not appetizing in the immediate look. But if you pour in your right amount of water and you follow the directions properly and sit there, you can watch it, and it goes from being a pile of dust to being sweet and sour pork, Right? Or I, I read about pork chops where this guy, you know, he was eating freeze-dried pork chops, and they came as basically discs like coasters, and they were about that thick, and you added water, and they plumped up to full size. 
and they're fantastic as long as you follow the directions. Of course, when you cook them, if you cook them too long, they revert back to like packing peanuts, right? Like you don't, they don't survive incorrect cooking well, or, or in this case, that is a really not flattering picture of me. Um, <laughs> in that case, like mixing it together wrong, like did not work out well. I think we probably ate the silicate pack and a bunch of other stuff that didn't, shouldn't have been eaten. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, what we're going to be talking about today, um, and this is Palm Sunday. This is the Sunday where uh, we celebrate Jesus arriving in Jerusalem the week that he was crucified. And the text we're looking at isn't actually a Palm Sunday text, but it'll come back around. These people are watching Jesus show up. And this is the moment where God arrives in his capital city, like God himself. And he rode on a donkey to kind of make fun of, like, the fact that they expected this conquering warrior. And he shows up humble, right? And they see it, like, like in the flesh in front of them. But because they don't understand, it doesn't work out, Right? It's like they cooked it a little too long and the water disappeared and they ended up back where they started. And the text we're looking at today, um, Jesus talks about leaving to go to heaven. And, and what he's going to give us here is the explanation of how we go from freeze-dried to substantive. All right? Um, he doesn't use those words, but it will make sense in a minute, um, hopefully. Um, a little background. This is in the book of John. Uh, we are right at the end of the book. Uh, Jesus is uh, eating the Last Supper with his disciples. Judas has gone to betray him. He's about to go and be arrested, and he does this last collection of teachings. And, and that's why the series is called The Last Lesson. He's sort of teaching everything, like jamming it all in at the end. Um, John is an amazing author. He does a really good job of tying things together. And so when you go through this, there's a lot of depth to it, and we're not going to be able to get everything, right? I'm going to do my best, but we're, we're just not. Um, so, so far, Jesus starts out saying, hey, guys, I'm about to go to be with my father. You know, I'm about to go to my father's house. There's many rooms. I'll prepare a place for you. Don't worry. And we talked about that, how, like, this is Jesus preparing a place in eternity, but also preparing a place in us for the Holy Spirit to live. Um, they ask him, well, how do we get there? And Jesus says, listen, you'll get there by me. I'm the way. And we learn that Jesus is the way, like, like relationship with Christ is the way to eternity. It's the way to heaven. And actually, relationship with Christ is heaven. Like, that is the goal. It's not hanging out on a cloud with a harp and a bunch of other stuff. Like, it is being with Jesus for eternity. That is heaven. Um, and we get a taste of that now, like, when we see Christ and those around us. And then Jesus says something kind of out there. He says, listen, greater works than these you guys will perform. Don't worry. It's coming. And when he talks about greater works, what he's talking about is people will know the gospel. 